0: You're now listening to The Cadence Sprint. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Today, I want to talk to you about high stakes and high value conversations. I'll define how I look at each one of them and how you can prep for either one. Every conversation that you have in your workday or even just in your personal life isn't high value or isn't high stakes. Sometimes you just have normal conversations with people where you're exchanging information, working on ideas, and they're just relaxed normal exchanges. But high value conversations are conversations where either you want to provide someone else With value and it could be one person or it could be a group of people. So you want to show up and give value. Other times you're going into a conversation where you want to get value out of it and other times there's kind of an an equal exchange of value. That's not all of your conversations in a day. There's tons of conversations that are just you're hanging out, spending time, doing some work together and it's not that you don't want value out of those discussions it's just that you don't have a specific agenda or desire to get something. A high value one is where you do have an agenda or a desire to get something or to give something or to have that equal exchange. A high stakes conversation is different. The way I look at a high stakes conversation is there's something to gain or something to lose. High stakes conversations are difference makers where if the right things happen in that conversation then things are going to go away that you want them to go or if they don't they're going to go in a way you don't want them to go. This also doesn't mean that it's like some awful outcome It just means that there's something that can either happen as a result, an opportunity or something you're trying to avoid, or the loss of an opportunity or something that you're trying to avoid happening. And those can be really serious things, but they can also just be good things, things that you want to have happen. So if we think about how to prep for a high value conversation, this is the way I encourage you to think about it. A high value conversation means that you should do about 30 minutes ish of prep. So if you're trying to give great value, You want to just have your thinking straight what's the main point that you're trying to get across and how would you support that point if you think of like a bar stool think of the seat of the stool that's the main point you're trying to get across and the legs of the stool are all the supporting information let's say you have a few different points you want to make then just think of it as a number of stools what's the main point and then how do you support it with each of the legs and if you also think you're going to be asked a bunch of questions then prepare your questions in advance Do it using the answer pyramid. 30 minutes of prep goes a long way. Just clarify your thinking. And in that clarification of thinking, again, you're just writing down your main point and the supporting information, not all of the data, just the point and then the main points underneath it. And then for questions, just write down your answer. If you want to, just have some bullet points around the data that you'd share. If you're thinking about what the answer pyramid is, go to one of our other sprints where I explain it. If you want to get value out of a conversation, first you want to understand what's the outcome you want. Like, what am I trying to learn here? And then prepare questions in advance. People really say like close-ended questions, so questions where you can answer it in a yes or no. People often say like, oh, those aren't useful questions. It's like totally wrong. A good close-ended question is fine. If you say to someone, "Kind of use the bathroom? You don't want them to go in some like huge rant about bathrooms. You want them to say yes or no. Close-ended questions are fine, but you should write down what questions you want to ask and have a good list of it. And it's not because you're going to use every single question. So whether it's an open-ended question, so a question that starts with why, when, who, how, where or what. It doesn't mean you're going to have to use all those questions. It's just that you have a reference list so you don't forget And also having that reference list can be a good way to say like, well, how do I modify these questions? Where do I go next? It's kind of just an anchor point. So if you want to give value, write down your main point and the supporting data points and then prep your answers. If you want to get value, then make sure you write down what questions you want to ask and also know what the point of the conversation is where you're trying to get to. But let's talk about a high-stakes conversation. A high-stakes conversation could be something with your boss, something with a board, something with your team. It could be something client-facing. It could be a presentation. It could be a difficult conversation that you have to have with one of your reports or a peer. When you're thinking about a high-stakes conversation, this requires real preparation. And from my perspective, there's three stages of preparation. Stage one is inception. That's where you just write down everything you want to get out. Don't self edit during this part. Just get it all out. And I really encourage you to either write it down with a pen or type it out. Just put it out there, like basically vomit on a page. Get it all out. The second thing is practice. When I say practice, I'm not talking as if this is your presentation that you're doing and it must be that, or this is the conversation and it's going to be exactly that. Instead, I just encourage you to start taping yourself. Say what you've written down out loud. Once you have that feedback, It's going to help you say like, is this necessary? Can I slim this down? Can this go? It's also going to show you like how the arc of your argument goes. Does it make sense? Is it listenable? It's going to also tell you how convincing your thinking is and help you clarify. So I encourage people in the practice space. You should record yourself around three times. And each time you record yourself, then you edit. Then you cut it down. Then you move things around so they make more sense. I also encourage you to time yourself so that you know how long-ish you should be speaking. Final stage is mastery. Mastery is where physical and verbal presence comes in. Then you should tape yourself another three times. And in this, you should be focusing on physical presence and verbal presence. If you get that alignment between what you're saying, how your body is supporting that and how your voice is supporting that, that is ultra powerful. And you do not need to do that for all your conversations. In fact, you have tons of just normal conversations that require little to no prep, but then of course you do have high value ones that require around 30 ish minutes, but these high stakes one where there's something to gain or something to lose, you should put effort into it. I believe prep for high value conversations. There should be three ish sessions where you prep. You can do it three days in a row, or I do encourage you to space it out over two weeks or a week at least and just do about an hour to two hours of prep each time. That might sound like a lot, but if it's high stakes, really high stakes, that six hours is nothing. However, if you don't have six hours, make it an hour. If you don't have an hour, make each one half an hour. But it does require a significant amount of prep. And for those of you who say, oh, you know, the more I practice, the worse I get. No, it's because you haven't practiced enough. I really encourage you that We get to this point where it starts to feel uncomfortable and we're not as good as we usually are. That's because you're actually getting better. It's kind of like when you're running, it does not feel good when you start running if you're not an experienced runner. It actually feels bad, like you're doing something bad to your body. The more you run, the better it gets. And then it starts actually feeling good. It's the same with practicing for something that's high stakes. When you start feeling that, oh, I'm not as good as I should be, you push past it. And in fact, if you lean too much into that negative feedback, you're never going to be as good as you could be because you have to get experience in pushing past that like really uncomfortable base. So the way to, to use this stuff is look at your week and the meetings you've got coming up and the conversations you're going to have. What's just a regular conversation requires little to no prep. What's high value? Okay. If it's high value, you want to make sure that you're clearing at least half an hour somewhere in that week to prep. If it's high stakes, though, and if it's this week, start right away. First stage, Inception. Second stage, Practice. Third stage, Mastery. By the time you hit that conversation, you will be ready to go. So if you're wondering why my voice sounds all raw, it's not because I've got a cold. It's because my band just finished a run of shows down the West Coast. And we practiced for those shows. We thought about what songs we wanted to play, how long our set was going to be. The band ran through the songs. We talked about like where we were going to be on stage and all those things. Because it's high value. We wanted people to enjoy the show. We wanted to have fun. So, of course, we practiced. If you went to a concert and the band in front of you hadn't practiced, you'd be bummed. It's the same thing with a high value or a high stakes conversation. Put in the work and you will rarely, rarely miss the mark. All right, that's it for me. I'll talk to you next time on the Cadence Sprint. One,